0: You are welcome to G C T of Refuge Digging Deep Podcast. God bless you as you listen.
1: We have prayed. Amen. Tell your neighbor you are welcome to 2017. It's a year of praise. It's a year of bubbling. It's a year of thanksgiving. It's a year of new heights. Amen. I was on Twitter this morning and some people in the government who are saying they don't know but they have something there's a feeling in the air that 2017 is going to be a better year and i laughed at them and i said you can't explain what is supernatural and all of them started liking my comments again because what is supernatural is inexplicable is beyond human comprehension and i want to believe tonight starting from tonight that god The one whom we serve, the one whom we continually seek, will not leave us alone. I want to believe that this year, there will be newness on all sides for us. We will break new grounds, we will break new heights, and God will do what he will do in Jesus' name. We are still continuing in the book of Acts of the Apostles. We are looking at what the Holy Spirit is doing to the church, what is doing to the individual, and what is doing to a country. And I told you specifically: there is the place of prayer, there's the place of Bible study. The Bible says this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night that thou mayest observe what is written therein, so shall thy way become prosperous, and so shall you have good success. Our good success is not hinged on prayer alone. In fact, I dare to say that as Christians, we should move from the level of newborn babes to people who are skilled in the word of God. Then we begin to see the different dimensions where God walks. Amen? Okay, if you pray and you don't carry the word to sustain the miracles God has given to you, what do you do? WWJD, what will Jesus do? Amen. So we need to grow ourselves in the word. And this is a personal call from me to you. As much as it lies in you, don't miss Bible study. Don't have a favorite teacher have the holy spirit as your favorite even if the dumbest comes to minister whom i believe there's no dumbest amongst the ministers of god there's still something god wants to speak to you amen and let me tell you every moment in the presence of god is not a waste amen before I go into the study tonight, I want to personally take this time to thank everybody who has been part of the, of the church. Some people have been sending texts and feedbacks to how God has been using us to bless them in the word. When you get good feedbacks, it helps you to do more. That means you are touching lives, and it means so much to me. Beyond this, thank you for your gifts. Thank you for your good words. Thank you for your kind-heartedness, Thank you for your love. I don't want to mention names and families. You have all done exceedingly well this year. For those who have supported us in ministry, God bless you. And we believe that your reward will find you. Your labor of love will not be in vain. We have been looking at the book of Acts. We have been seeing the work of the Holy Spirit. We have shared some things together. Now today we want to start from the book of Acts chapter five. From 1 to 15. Acts chapter 5. Please can I have the second microphone so that I can have the first reader? Acts chapter 5. Please let your mind be here. Don't stray away. Still on the matter of the Holy Spirit. Tell your neighbor, still on the matter of the Holy Spirit. We will not leave him until he fills us afresh. Amen. Amen. I need a fast reader, Acts chapter 5, 1 to 15.
0: But a certain man named Ananias, with Sapphira his wife, sold a possession, and kept back part of the prize, his wife also being private to it, and brought a certain part, and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why hath Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost, and to keep back part of the prize of the land? Whilst it remained, was it not thine own? And after it was sold, was it not in thine own power? Why hast thou conceived this thing in thine heart? Thou hast not lied unto men, but unto God. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and gave up the ghost, and great fear came on all that on all them that heard these things, and the king and the young men arose, wound him up, and carried him out and buried him. And it was about the space of three hours after, when his wife, not knowing what was done, came in. And Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether ye sold the land for so much. And she said, Yeah, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which have buried thine husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost. And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. And great fear came upon all the church, and upon as many as heard these things. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And of the rest does no man join himself to them for the people magnified them. And believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes, both men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, and at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them.
1: Amen. So we're trying to look at two parts in Acts chapter five this season. And um, I understand by the grace of God, amen, that some people do not understand the idea behind what happened to Ananias and Sapphira till now. Am I right? If you understand, let me see your hands up. If you understand what happened to Ananias and Sapphira, let me see your hands up some people did not some, I, I understand why you don't understand and that's why it's good for us to look at the book of Acts today one of these things that it does is to help us yes those kids they understand what we are talking about come on now amen amen now does anybody want to say anything about this let me throw it open let's use another method this evening does anybody want to say anything about this Okay, I should go on. So say, Pastor, ride on. I can't hear you. <laughs> Let me ride on now. Now, for those who have not been part of the Bible study, I'm sorry, there's, I can't backtrack. You remember Acts 1.8, the Spirit of God filled them from the day of Pentecost. And you began to see different signs. Amen. So, after that of speaking in tongues, which we looked at, and we talked about tongues and interpretation of tongues, you remember, and they could hear the people, the noblemen around could hear what they were saying. They moved on to the next level. That means there is growth in the Holy Spirit. Am I speaking to somebody? Tell your neighbor growth, grow in the Holy Spirit. So, what did they move on to? They moved on to chapter 3, where they healed somebody at the gate called Beautiful. Silver and gold we have not. But in the name of Christ, Jesus, rise up and do what? Walk. And that generated a lot of controversy. And they moved from that healing to facing the panels. You understand? And they told them, Why would you heal somebody and this and that? And they said they couldn't but just speak about Jesus, whom ye crucified. Am I right? Am I making sense? Should I calm down? It looks like as if you guys are not flowing with me tonight. Amen? So, we are looking at another manifestation of the Holy Spirit. How many of you were here when I talked about gifts? The gifts and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. How many of you are here? A lot of you are here. I can point to you. God bless you. You remember the gifts are nine? The fruits are nine. For the fruits of the Spirit are what? Love. Thank you, sir. Amen? Am I speaking to somebody? But the gifts are what? Words of wisdom, knowledge, discernment of the spirit. Now, that's where we are going to, let me stop. Apart from healing and all that. Now, in this fifth chapter, we are seeing the flipping. intermanifestation manifestation of the power gifts and the fruit of the spirit. What gift are we looking at? The discernment of spirits. So this man, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, discerned by the power of the Holy Spirit what was wrong and what was right. Amen? Now, remember when I was teaching you types and anti-types? I talked about the robe of the high priest, Aaron, that at the helm, it carried pomegranates and bells. And I told you that the bell was the what? The power gift and the fruit was the what? The fruit of the spirit, such as love, joy. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So you can now see that God plants his things from the out, from the the inception of things. So when you see the fruits and the bell, when the bell makes noise, the fruit stops it. They don't negate each other. That is what you are seeing here that the Holy Spirit is trying to do through these apostles. But why would they have killed Ananias and You Remember when I asked you, what you learned two weeks ago, you told me that one of the things that struck you was that I said, what you don't have, you cannot give. Every time I stand in the Sunday school, I teach people, love each other, do good to them, help them, and do this. I told you that I taught those things in error, because I did not know that there's a level of the infilling of the Holy Spirit that helps you to exhibit love. That helps you to do what? Naturally acclimatize yourself to the things of the Spirit and I stand to be corrected. If you don't carry the power of the Holy Spirit where the gifts can come to play then you cannot see this happening. Amen. If you let us backtrack, let us backtrack a bit to Acts chapter 4. Let me show you something. So I'm saying Acts chapter 4, verse 31 to 37 becomes the precedence for understanding the misbehavior of Ananias and Sapphira that most people do not understand. Amen. Apart from that, you now see the flippings of the gift. What was the basis of this antecedent? Verse 31, And when they had prayed, the place was shaking, where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one what? Unity. Because they saw what happened, they were of one heart, that believed amen and of one soul neither said any of them that of out of these things which he possessed was his own as a result of what they saw amen but they had all things continue sir and with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the lord jesus and great grace was upon them 34 neither was there any among them that lacked for as many as were possessors of lands or houses did what and brought the what of the things that were it was open are you now seeing the basis are you now seeing the basis why ananias and Sapphira messed up what they did not they tried to be part of the movement of the Holy Spirit, but they were not. Am I speaking to somebody? So, as a result, verse 36. And Joseph, look at that guy called Joseph, by the apostle who's who was son named Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and of the country of Cyprus. Having land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Did he play any hanky-panky? Did he? This was the precedence to which Ananias and Sapphira were punished. What lessons do we draw out? It's only a matter of time the holy spirit will catch up with those who are not part of the movement of the holy spirit i'm sorry if i'm hurting anybody if you claim to be a part and you are not a part it is only a period of time you will be caught now let's talk about discernment what do you mean by discernment if you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 10 Please take me to 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 10, 12 verse 10 It's always interesting when Shola is around. You don't have to open your Bible. He, he just does it for you. You know, flip side. Amen. Thank you Shola. So, to another the working of miracles to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits. Amen discernment according to first corinthians chapter 12 verse 10 means to delineate the kinds of spirits i hope you know there are different kinds of spirits can you mention some of them eh lying spirit sherry yes aha get said this is spirit yes uh-huh. The one I want to hear, the, ju- the drunkenness spirit. That one I want to hear it. Amen? So, you can delineate within these spirits. For example, now, you know, as the churches, if an ally just enters the church and starts forming born again, there's a level to which me and him will flow out. No, this one a drunkard. Discernment. Amen? So, According to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 10, discernment means understanding spirits, different kinds of spirits. According to Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14, can you open Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14 to me? But strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Discernment is your ability to discern or to understand, delineate, know the differences between what? Good and evil. I've given you how many de- definitions now. How many? So who can give me the first one? What's the first one? say. According to First Corinthians chapter twelve verse ten. I hope somebody is learning something tonight. Then, according to Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14, understand what is good and evil. Amen. So, in my own words, calling on the Holy Spirit to lead you or give you direction on a matter is is discernment. Your calling on the Holy Spirit to lead you, Amen, or to give you direction on a matter is what? The discernment of the Spirit. Now, it is how the Spirit shows you, or the church, the people of God, what God wants them to do and what God wants them to become. For the sons of Issachar had the discernment of times and seasons. So they knew what they ought to do. Why not for instruction to Isaac and for him to discern that this was the voice of God, he would have followed the Joneses to Egypt because there was famine in the land. Amen. I told you, remember, I told you about the power of the Holy Spirit, why we need him in this time of recession to make us understand his agenda for our lives. Now, if you are unable to discern, you are falling short of some powerful decision making. Because discernment cuts across both material, physical, marital, and spiritual issues. Am I speaking to somebody? You need to know the kind of people you have to be with this time so that you don't waste your time. You need to know the right place to go if your feet are directed. Amen? You need to know the right timing. It takes discernment. Some of our youths are ready to get married now. And it seems to them that the person they are seeing is the real person you better begin to ask for the discerning of spirit to actually know who that person is. Your neighbor that is becoming so uncomfortably close with you just for no reason, have you asked the Holy Spirit what is her intent or her motive? Your boss that is becoming unconditionally loving to you, have you begun to ask The motive the intent behind am i speaking to somebody discernment of the spirit tell your neighbor discern when you discern right you will be in the right place at the right time and in line with the will of god what is the will of god for us And how does he want us? I hope Christians are not thinking that God just gives you everything and gives you. You have a part to play. Amen? And the earlier you begin to discern what you have to do, the better. With all sense of humility, when I got to this church... I usually sat there. There. Yes. I sit beside you, sir. Every time. And even as I was not... I came in with all sense of humility as an ordained deacon in this mission. But I subjected myself to the rules of this place. That is my Sunday school H O D. Even as a deacon in this church, I waited for more than three months before I could get a class to teach. That is not where I'm going. I'm trying to explain to you the power of discernment. One Sunday, I was praying here just like I come early in the morning to lead the prayers here now. And there were some people praying and i kept praying now let me tell you i want to use this example don't look at the story i want you to understand the lesson of discernment because discernment is not a rush that just comes maybe somebody just passes and just she can say ah! this person carries one kind of spirit mm, a kicker amen no you need according to you read what we looked at in hebrews chapter 5 verse 14 you have to grow you have to exercise your spiritual muscle it's a gradual process you have to be responsive to the things of the spirit it's not a sudden rush that just nudges you like that and you'll be like <clears throat> amen I'm, I'm trying to point out something to you so week in week out as I was praying there there was this person who was part of the prayer team and it was annoying after the prayer that person would go to the altar and begin to clean the altar first I didn't see anything but I was uncomfortable with that practice. Amen. Now, don't think I'm talking about somebody in the region of last year who is cleaning the altar. Don't get it wrong, go. I'm talking about three years ago, four years ago. Amen. So don't put any picture in your heart. So I, beca- I became very, very uncomfortable. And weeks began to grow and something suddenly opened my eyes and i saw the level of def- desecration there mind you i was not called as a worker yet not even as a minister i was still under scrutiny and i called immediately i called ebenezer who is now one of us now he's a minister by the grace of god and i said can you see what i'm seeing and I grew annoyed in my spirit. Just like that lady with the spirit of divination was following Paul and Peter up and down. You remember? Week in, week out. They have come to save us. They didn't say anything almost instantly. Now, this is the power of discernment. You grow into it. I told him, can you see what is happening? I said, ah. And you know, Irene. Really, Said, then why have you why haven't you been talking he looked at me he said i didn't know you saw it i said then call me femi femi was the hod prayer then kajogbola the king femi kajogbola. I said, call me femi now see what is happening can you see it yourself he said i see it he said i'm coming And he went to accost that person and that was the last day we saw that person in church till now it's only a matter of time the holy spirit will find them out everyone who claims to be part of the church but all they've come to do is to cause confusion god will make an open show of them over them in it. They will not hide. But if you and I are so cold, they will hide in our midst. Ah, this is why we need to carry the fire of the Holy Spirit. This is why we need to be full of the Holy Spirit and not walk in carnality. Amen? Discernment. Because we have to close now, I'll continue next week, then we'll move to the next chapter. We need to see the things to look out for when you are discerning the Spirit. Amen? One of them is that everything you do points to Christ. Every discerning spirit. If anything you see does not point to Christ. Uh-huh. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? You must be careful. In discernment of spirit, something comes out first. It is called love. 1 Corinthians 13 says, Though I have the tongues and have not love, I'm like a what? The intent of discernment is not retribution of vengeance it is for love for love to be manifested in the church secondly we are going to look at this in depth next week and thirdly it was to unify the church the giftings of the church is to edify the church now It is discernment that makes me know, amen, the kind of giftings that you may carry. For example, now, yes, I know Anna may sing and all that, but I can discern she has a gifting of hospitality. Am I speaking to somebody? Yes. I can discern for Brother Yemitsu because I've been working with him Wednesday in, Wednesday out. I can discern for Brother Ofili also because I see them manifest some giftings even though some of these things are latent, they try to hide it. Or no, they don't try to hide it. They've not really harnessed the fullness of its power. Amen? Amen? I can also discern maybe for Brad, okay, he's a teacher. He may not be a pastor because I've seen him in one or two places where he has exhorted. Amen? So I can say of some people that are close to me now, the kind of So, when you are talking about discernment is a wide range, but more importantly, have you discerned the business you want to do if you are not meant to go into it? You just want to drop the money. Do you know it is discernment and it is lack of discernment for people? Abominable people to take MMM to the church. Hey, I will say this. I'm sorry to say it. It is lack of in the church, the spirit of God. People have locked the spirit of God and are living in carnality. So you, be, I saw one picture. Thank God it is our church. Let us talk to ourselves here. I saw a picture where you, you saw it too, a logo. In which church is that? Who who made that man? I'm sorry to say I'm not standing in the place of judgment with all sense of humility. Who made that man a head over those sheep? What is he teaching them? If you are doing the Ponzi scheme, you better remove your hand. Because it is robbing Peter to pay Paul. I hope you know. And the one whom God wants to give the wealth of nation does not indulge in filthy and flimsy things as this. I'm sorry to say this, but if you can discern as a Christian, you will know what to do and what not to do. Ah, some people will never like me as pastor because I will fire you. Amen. Because side by side, hand by hand, we all need to grow together. My vision is to build a church that is skilled in the Word of God that will leave the reprobate things of the flesh and babes and grow into perfection. If you have to grow into perfection, discern before you take action. If you discern very well, there are some people who are your friends now who will cease to be your friend in 2016. Amen. If you discern very well that stupid gift that your landlord comes to give you every quarter of the month, you will understand that is an abominable gift. And yet you don't know where the problem comes from. When you discern, half of our problem is solved, including me ah because tony you have to teach yourself and preach to yourself i'm preaching to myself now i have to discern that it is not all gifts i should collect i have to discern that it is not in everywhere they are sitting down what are we discussing in the name of ministry you know there's a way pastors discuss ministry now and sometimes we are actually offending the Holy Spirit. You don't know. You don't know. It is only the upcoming pastors that sees the wrongdoing of the older pastors. Uh, yeah, you want to say something? What? Okay.
2: Praise the Lord. Uh, you said it's not all gift we should collect. Ah, innocent. in I sense. Yes, I want to, I want to, I want to be clear here. Now, the scripture says that whatever we receive with thanksgiving is sanctified. What about on that basis? For example, the person that gave you the gift, you actually seem to be someone who is upright in character, in his or behavior. And the scripture now says, whatever we receive in thanksgiving is sanctified. Can you receive based on that?
1: Hello. Hello. Oh, uh, are say something.
2: Praise the Lord. I understand where it is coming from. Okay, you but, can ex-
1: articulate. Let but, me But uh,
2: There is a scripture you showed us in the book of Hebrew that strong meat belongs to those that are mature and that they can, as a result of reason of use, by the level of the word of God and incubation in the presence of God, they are able to understand what is good, from what is evil. There are some things you cannot expect, but is an input discernment in you. Shamba. For example, I have a colleague at work. This colleague, from all humanly speaking, she's a child of God. Humanly speaking. speaks She does her job with integrity and everything, but the, the different. So sometimes physically I'm confused that this person sounds like a minister of the gospel but in the spirit, what God is showing me about her is totally different. So in such cases, there are some things and by the time you spend time in the presence of God, there are some things you will see, something in you will just repel it, you can't even explain. I went to her and told her that she has hand cream that products is an ant cream. I say, I like this hand cream. You say, you like it. I say, I like it. He said, don't worry, I will bring it for you tomorrow. When she brought the hand cream, I took it from her. I put it on my table in the office. Till next tomorrow, the hand cream is there. If I want to touch it, something will just pack over for where So, you have forget all those say when you bless it it's okay sometimes the holy spirit allows you to bless it and you get you get away with it but by the time you pray you get to a level in prayer and bible study something like traffic lights will put in your spirit when you see somebody come here even if you want to buy a product something will be flashing don't
1: buy don't take don't eat that's
2: part of discernment i
1: don't know that to be correct you you are correct you are correct in some parts now Brahino innocent. It is not all gifts that are sanctified. Though. If it were the one that Elisha rejected, and this person went to collect at the back. What's his name? Yeah. Yeah, what happened to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ojeshua. Let me let me explain some things to you. Now, I may not be talking on its spiritual. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about spiritual things. And I'm sorry, I'm not talking to anybody who has given me any gift to. I'm, I'm only telling you that there are some gifts. For example, you give me a gift in a place of work. And I know that that gift is to hold my hand. So that when you are coming next time, and you are sending a document, I cannot sign the document. I cannot proofread the document. I cannot blow the whistle if the document is wrong or right. Because the gift you gave me is a big gift. Discernment will teach me not to collect that gift. So, I'm not only talking about a physical front, I'm talking about a marital front. I'm ta- gift has been the reason why some marriages are still in trouble till tomorrow. I've heard testimonies where people had to wait for years until something somehow miraculously happened and they began to up, up, um, unload all the gifts somewhere, somehow, and they saw a God at door. You understand what I'm trying to say? They saw a charm. And until when there's that revelation before victory came? How did it come? It's a gift. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? People, it's not about people, it's about you discerning what the Spirit wants. The Holy Spirit just wants to partner with us we have been looking at the giftings of the holy spirit and i I will keep telling you as a church if you don't make the holy spirit your senior partner you are not going far me and you we are not going any far if we need to get things done in this present evil world that is of the last days let us obey the promise of God that says on the last day, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. Let us begin to see the visions. Let us begin to dream the dreams. Let us begin to prophesy the prophecy so that it will be well with us. This is the promise of God. This is the stand of the Holy Spirit. And this is where we should stand as Christians. A powerless Christian is, is, is an handkerchief of the devil. Discernment. We really need to understand. Some people they needed discernment. Ah, I, I told you of a story now before. Two guys they, they applied for a job, they both got the job, one in Echo Bank, the other in um uh, it was not uh, and was this bank? Standard Trust Bank. You remember Standard Trust? So one of them, they, they said, "Okay, we'll pay you seventy-five thousand in Echo Bank." The other one, they said, they will pay him two hundred fifteen Standard Trust. They both got the job to Standard Trust, and they both got the job to Echo Bank. I'm telling you of a real life story. This guy said, "Okay, what do I do? I can't just take this job." He went back to his pastor. Hey, his pastor said, "I can't see anything." The mother said, "Wait." The power of a mother. The mother took the paper and took it to her own pastor. Amen. And they were waiting for this guy. And when the guy got the result, he said, Go for Echo Bank. He said, Ah, 275 Go to Echo Bank. And he went to Echo Bank. So when he told his friend he was going to, when he told Nihi, Nihi, Echo Bank, no, no Ah, you must be very stupid. This thing we've waited for for years. Now you, you saw, they gave us together. It's not as if, okay well mommy i said i should go because they said the pastor said either one of it i will congratulate he will congratulate me later so i'm going to echo bank JJ. i began to roll. years began to roll. this guy was not promoted this guy was not standard bank was just proliferating exp, exp- expanding they picked up this guy from where he was. They took him to assistant manager somewhere else. He increased his salary to 430 something thousand. This guy was living and he was looking at this other one, looking, ah, oh. but why ni lorry? There's nothing in speed. I've told you there's nothing in speed. Between 100 kilometers per hour and 160 kilometer per hour is just four minutes. Come down and say you want to pee. I will drive past you again. There's nothing in speed. Discernment of this this guy waited for six years. All of a sudden, they started major bank capitalization. Was it one billion naira then? All of them started margin. They started downsized. That guy was affected. Immediately they started downsized. They picked this guy. Bam! From Nigeria, they sent him to Ghana, Eco Bank. See the money they gave him for one year house rent. code and everything. <laughs> you, you, you need to understand. Maybe you don't understand the basis of why we are talking about discernment. But you need to understand. Because I believe this is what God wants us to understand now. Amen. And as I'm speaking to you, this guy has been to different countries in Africa and he's doing well. My other friend, he's now started up in, um, what is this people? Um, insurance, is now in insurance now. But they can never be the same. The power of discernment. I'm sorry if my teachings are not explosive and they are not what you need to hear or what you, what, what you feel you should hear. But I believe by the power of the Holy Spirit this is what you need to understand now. son. And you begin to learn how to do. Amen? And how not to do. I pray the Holy Spirit will breathe upon His word on our lives. Let us rise up as we pray. We are not yet tired of praying for the power of the holy spirit to endure us from on high but the question is how pure are we to understand what the holy spirit wants to do in us the bible said they were with one accord in the same room are we in one accord do we want to explode In the power of revival. Amen? That is key. Do you want to see yourself grow in the spirit? If you want to, then you can go to God and say, Father, purify me first, cleanse me first, create in me a right spirit, renew my spirit, purge me, make me a vessel unto honor. Purify me with fire. Burn everything that is not of you. Sanctify me. Set me apart for your use, Lord. Help me to dwell in your will.
0: For more information about this
2: podcast, visit cityofrefuge.org. Thank you for listening. May God bless you.